0: I was in a black space. I was weightless, relaxed, and I felt bliss wash over me. Then came the fun part. I started to paint the darkness with my flashlight, looking for creatures from the deep. Welcome to Experiences You Should Have, your how-to guide for amazing experiences. I'm Gail, your host, and today I want to share with you one of my favorite experiences. Black water Diving in Florida. Now, last year we did an episode on Blackwater Diving and it was mostly around Kona, Hawaii. Um, and I interviewed one of my favorite underwater photographers, Jeff Millison. Please go back and listen to that episode when you have the chance. Now, Blackwater Diving is when you go out at night on a boat and you drop down into the ocean in the middle of the night where it's deep enough below you, and you get to witness the diurnal vertical migration. We are talking about the largest migration of biomass in the world, and you get to witness it firsthand. These amazing creatures that live at these deep depths come up every single night. And many of these creatures are transparent or translucent, and and many of them are in a larvae form of everyday sea creatures. But then there's other creatures um, you may never see on a reef known as pelagic creatures. And when you drop down in the middle of the night, you turn on your flashlight and you paint the darkness with your light and you find these amazing creatures Now, in Kona, Hawaii, when you jump off the boat, you are tethered to the boat. Um, There's a line attached to you, which is attached to the boat. And you and the boat are always together. But in off the coast of West Palm, Florida, they do things a little bit differently. Off the coast of Florida is a ripping current. And so when you jump off the boat for blackwater diving, you're not tethered to the boat. And you slowly descend into the current. And then most of the dive instructors actually stay on the boat to keep a lookout for the divers. And then the boat will follow the current along with the divers. Now, what's interesting about how they do this in Florida is that they have a dive rig floating with the current with a red uh, glowing light on top um, and lights about every 10 feet down the line. Uh, The rig floats with the current in the ocean. And as the divers descend and as they drift with the current, they're looking at these amazing pelagic creatures, but also keeping their eye on the dive rig so they don't get separated or get lost at sea, essentially. Now, I have been a huge fan of blackwater diving for the last six years, and it's one of the main reasons I keep going to Kona, Hawaii, and I was so intrigued to do this dive off of Florida and not be attached to the boat. I I wanted to know what that was like. And I had the chance to go to Orlando for a podcast conference uh, a month or so ago, and I decided to take a detour. And I headed down to Riviera Beach to one of my favorite Florida dive shops called Pura Vida Divers, and they're located next to the Blue Heron Bridge which is one of the best shore dives in the world. Uh, We did an episode on the Blue Heron Bridge. Please go back and and check that out. Um, Now, I have some really good friends in Florida. I went to college in Florida. It's a super fun place. And uh, I rounded them up and we reserved five spots on Pura Vida Divers dive boat for a black water dive and we had planned to actually dive the Blue Heron Bridge before heading out but our dive got rained out by a Florida pop-up thunderstorm but the clouds broke apart by the time we had to be at the boat at 7 p.m. Now, earlier that day, we stopped by the dive shop to check in and purchase our glow sticks and make sure we were all ready for uh, the boat. And while I was in the shop, I noticed a Florida Blackwater diving book. I have been waiting for a Blackwater diving book to come out for years, years, I have you don't even know. I have, I could not believe that there was a black water diving book. I, I just haven't even known really a good book to exist. And I could not believe my eyes. I immediately bought it and I started consuming the information as fast as I could. I wanted to be able to identify more creatures later that evening. And when 7 p.m. came, we went out to the boat and as I was talking to people, um, as people were just getting geared up and ready, I found out that both of the authors of this book, uh, Linda and and Susan, they were both both on the Blackwater boat for that evening. I could not believe it. I swear. It's like I saw superstars. I ran over. I got to take my picture with them. And I got them to sign my book. And these ladies are superstar celebrities in my eyes. And after I was went through my moment of being starstruck, um, we got our briefing. And while While hanging on the boat, we watched the sun set down into the water, and then it was time for us to get geared up. There's about 13 of us on the boat, and one by one, we jumped into the water at night. I was a little nervous about the dive, knowing that we would be drift diving with the current at night. And we weren't going to be attached to the boat. But I was also very excited. And we slowly descended. And my buddy Mary started having problems with her gear. And she resurfaced to get us sorted. Um, And I stayed down with the group around 35 feet. And we made sure that we had the dive rig in sight. And then I started to relax I was in a black space with particulate surrounding me I was weightless relaxed and I felt bliss wash over me As I relaxed underwater at night my legs spread apart behind me and I was floating Then came the fun part I started to paint the darkness with my flashlight, looking for creatures from the deep. And I started to see all kinds of hydro-medusa jellyfish and salps float by me. Salps are transparent and are a form of a tunicate that can be found by themselves or sometimes as a chain of salp. Uh, They suck water in and out, and are also referred to as the ocean's vacuum cleaners. As I started to see shrimp larvae and even a paralarval octopus, I relaxed even further. I started hanging upside down underwater as I hunted more with my flashlight to see these amazing creatures. Soon I started to see some of my favorite colonial zooids, siphonophores. Some siphonophores can exceed 30 meters, and I've seen some long ones off of Kona. But on this night, off the coast of Florida, I saw a siphonophore forscalia that made my heart sing. It's like nothing you would see on a reef. The one I saw was a transparent tube-like creature with a colorful, feather-like bottom. And as it floated through the water, I was in awe. As I relaxed, suspended in the water, I didn't feel any current, which was odd. I've dove West Palm hundreds of times during the day uh, when I used to live in Florida. And I always remembered seeing the bottom swiftly pass by as I drifted with the current. But at night, I couldn't see the ocean bottom. And we were over very deep water. And the bottom was more like 600 feet below me off of Florida. And I thought to myself, you know, maybe there isn't a strong current tonight. I mean, I I felt like we hadn't barely moved. And I continued to dive and I saw some larvae mollusks, some more jellies. And I soaked in every minute of this 90-minute dive. And at the end of the dive, I slowly ascended. And when I reached the surface... I turned my light around so I wouldn't blind the captain and held the flashlight under the water and shone the light on my body to illuminate me in the water. Soon the boat drove over to me and picked me up. One by one, we all made it on the boat and we started to take our dive gear apart. One of my favorite things to do after a dive is sit on the side and rinse off with a hot water shower one of the ladies started passing around homemade brownies and the boat started to buzz with conversation about what we saw. I felt the dive community come to life on that boat. I started to meet more divers that were down there and it turns out some of us had very similar interests and were in the same circles as skydiving was my life when I lived in Florida. But that's a story for another time. I got to talk to the book author Idols about what we saw and compare how how it differed from what I've seen in Kona. They told me that the captain would come around soon and let us know how far we drifted. I was guessing not very far. I hadn't felt any current. And soon the captain came around and said that we drifted six miles Over the course of 90 minutes. Six miles. I don't even run six miles. But we drifted six miles at night without even knowing. So essentially, we're drifting at uh, four miles per hour. Not bad. I was completely shocked as I felt like I wasn't moving anywhere as I was suspended in the water. And soon after 11 p.m., the boat came back. We packed up and a few of us headed out for a late night snack. And as we rode away into the night, we belted out lyrics from my friend's summer playlist. And it was the end to a perfect day. So let's walk through the how to of how you could make this experience happen, because that's what this podcast is all about is painting the experience and then breaking down uh, the logistics so you know what you need to go do to make it happen. So what type of scuba certification do you need to go on for a black water dive in Florida? Well, you need to have an advanced open water or night specialty rating in order to participate. So you need to get your, your open water certification and then you can go and get your advanced or your night specialty. Uh, and you can technically start on your advanced open water training on your fifth dive after your open water training. Um, But just talk to your local dive shop about getting certified. Now, if you want to know the best dive shop to go blackwater diving with in Florida, it would be Pura Vida Divers. Um, But if you were doing this off of Kona, which is not a drift dive where you're tethered to the boat, um, then I would recommend Kona Honu Divers. Um, and I'll link to, uh, both these shops in the show notes on experiencesyoushouldhave.com. And as far as the best time to go blackwater diving in Florida, really summertime is the best time, uh, because the water in Florida in the wintertime can get really choppy, uh, cold, um, many times those dives can uh, get weathered out, uh, due to rough seas, uh, so if, if you're going to do it in Florida, then do it in summer. Now, off the coast of Kona, they do it year round. Um, but again, it's also weather dependent. Uh, as far as what type of gear should you bring, every diver is required to bring two lights. And the dive shop does not rent out these dive lights. So you need to go buy their lights or buy some lights prior, borrow a friend. But you need two good dive lights you will also need a glow stick to put on your tank which is available for purchase at the shop also you will need your full dive gear and a full length wetsuit as there's lots of things in the water that can sting you um, and you can rent gear from Pura Vida divers um, or buy uh, lights from them if you don't have lights and if you just want to have Truly an incredible experience that you will never forget. Add blackwater diving to your list. Uh, and the minimum age to, to get certified is 10 years old for an Opal certification. Uh, however, I, for an, a blackwater drift dive, I would recommend, um, that person to be very experienced, really know what they're doing, uh, and definitely be a bit older than than ten. Um, and our friend's daughter, uh, she is a junior open water diver, um, but she stayed on the boat and she got to help them spot the divers uh, while we were out. And no one was lost at sea. But I think uh, a really good idea is to have a Nautilus lifeline on you, which is essentially a GPS where you can press a button where let's say you did get lost to sea you could press the button and it would send out an SOS signal uh, to boats and let them know pretty much your exact location. Um, but no one was lost on this but there is a ripping current. I just figure it's better to be safe than sorry uh, but it was truly. It was truly a magical and amazing experience that, that I will never forget. And, and just one more thing I wanted to add is, is I like to talk about accessibility on this podcast, Um, My husband has cerebral palsy. And so I'm always looking into accessible adventures out there. Um, Now, not every episode on this podcast is accessible. Uh, And now my husband's not in a wheelchair, but he does um, have some trouble with mobility. But he actually um, he got dive certified, and we have dove all over the world together. Uh, but there are programs out there for adaptive scuba divers, even those in wheelchairs, um, have been able to learn how to scuba dive. So this could be an accessible adventure for you, uh, but it will take some work and certifications. Um, but I'll link to uh, to some of those programs if If you or if you know someone uh, who has interest in this, who, who may need some help with accessibility um, and getting in the water. So that is it for today's show. If you love this podcast, please leave a review. Uh, especially if you're on, uh, Apple podcasts and follow us on Instagram, on experiences podcasts, uh, check us out. And if you have an amazing adventure that can be replicated that you would like to share, uh, please shoot me a message on experiences that you Just click on contact, shoot me a note and and would love to to have you on the show. There are many ocean and diving episodes on there. Uh, we've got a category for that, so feel free to to search on experiencesyoushouldhave.com. We actually went through a redesign. Check it out. And thank you so much for listening and please tell your friend, a mother, a teacher, enemy, uh, whoever you see in life. Tell them about the show. It's a great way to help out a fellow uh, indie podcaster. And until next time, keep on adventuring.